Commander Hope for the Harvest? I pulled those records for Max Scherz's The Sunrises that you asked for. To be honest, I don't think that there's anything here that we can use. They had a good service record, they were honorably discharged, hell, they even were in that fight on hazard against the Separatists. According to this, they piloted their mech without a co-pilot system? Which is probably explains the nerve damage that's in the record, but I'm not seeing what this has to do with the robbery. But anyways, Johnny comes up and she's like, so Ms. McGee uh, earlier this morning approached me about y'all needing some more jobs. Um, I think otherwise I hallucinated it. It's 50-50. But otherwise, anyways, I got a job for y'all if you're you're interested. Um, A friend of mine has contacted me. He's a broker. He uh, does does in-between work uh, for folks. Um mostly dealing with people who ain't wanting to be found no more. Um, and he has a particular client uh, that needs people with an odd set of skills that I think y'all might possess. Uh, so this client... Uh, so basically, the, the Johnny gives you the rundown. So, the client... I has information uh, so I guess rewind a little bit uh, there was an information cell between uh, an information broker and uh, representatives of the gang from Baron Carter uh, you guys maybe have heard about the story because you're connected to the underworld and this was a pretty big deal like there was a shootout um, the information got lost uh, they were transporting it in a weird way. Apparently, the person who was transporting the information during the shootout pissed off with it, and now Baron Carter is basically uh, has put like a huge bounty out for this person. Has you know is burning any sort of hideouts that this person could go to, um, and has eyes everywhere looking for this person. Don't know what information. Like, there's no clue about what information is on there, but Baron Carter fucking wants it. Um, and he's not playing around getting it back. So, uh, this broker 
is contact it has to be very cash of this because the client is the person who has that information that Baron Carter wants. The problem is they're stuck on the planet that they're on because every spaceport on the planet has eyes on it and they're going to get identified before they can get off planet and they're pretty much done so. Luckily for you all, uh coming up uh very soon is the uh is the it, what what is it called if it's every other year? Biannual. Is it biannual? I thought that meant every, twice a year. It, it can, can be. It can, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the <laughs> biannual parentheses every other year parentheses um watermelon festival yeah um ghost of old dale endurance race so it's like what if the iditarod was a spaceship race so it's a it's a long it's a long haul race um that's not necessarily about being super fast for a short period of time it's a six day race uh through a number of different lanes with a bunch of different stop points that y'all have to stop at um, and it's about making up time. It's one of those sorts of races. Um, but at every checkpoint, uh, the the like the bottom ranking people are cut every checkpoint. So they need somebody. the The client is now currently uh, stationed on the planet uh, the Pines, uh, basically stuck in a little tourist town. The Pines is the last stop before the finish on this endurance race. Uh, what you all need to do is get to the pines. You're going to get to the pines. So, like, get to the pines. Make uh, contact with the client because the spaceport that you're landing at is not a commercial spaceport. It's the Ghost of Old Dale's personal spaceport. There's not going to be any eyes there. Uh, so you need to get to the planet, make contact with the client, acquire the client, and get to the end of the race. You do not have to win. There's no... Extra money in it if you win. They're oh. not paying you to win the race. They're very clear. They're like, we do not give a fuck. In fact, we would prefer if you don't win the race because it will draw more attention to you. But I mean. Um, Brian the DM talking to Seer in the past tense. <laughs> talking like, to Danielle in the now. But like, if we win, do we not get the prize for the the race as well? I think at some point you guys get put into contact with the middleman and the middleman's like, I mean, yes, but you don't have to win. You don't have to win. I just need you to get to the end. Yeah, but what's the prize cut worth? Oh, it's like it's, uh, it's it's nebulous. It's a lot of money, but also it's like nebulously like it's good because a it makes you like it it ups your sort of like standing or like rep as a pilot. Like this is really like there's a good purse at the end, but this is really like a fucking like. Bragging, bragging rights. rights as fuck. Price. This is a, this is one of the biggest races that the Ghost of Old Dale runs. We the Ghost. Like I haven't win. explained the faction, the Ghost of Old Dale. The Ghost of Old Dale is a figure that runs a lot of semi legal and very illegal uh, uh, races uh, on foot, on vehicles, in space. Um, they just race. They yeah, gotta go fast. Exactly. They gotta go fast. Um, so this is probably one of the – it's not prestigious, but it, it's a very hard race because it, it tests pilots' overall skill, skills as like a pilot um, because it's so long. It's very grueling. You have to be – you know, sometimes there's 20 hours between checkpoints. Um, the, the route updates as you take it so you can't just autopilot your way 
there. So it's one of those sorts of things. Um, the, but yeah, so, so th- those are your, you have two objectives. Acquire the asset, get to the end of the race. And win. <laughs> you do not have to win. We That's... enjoy to win. <laughs> what is the prize? Money and rep. Money, Money and, and rep. rep. Oh. And well. that, money's weird. It's some cred. <laughs> well. This is a pretty good paying job. Theoretically, if you won the race, it would be like well over whatever the maximum job payout on top of your normal job payout would be. Um, I mean, anything worth doing. You do not have to win the race. You're not really dissuading us here, Brian. (laughs) Anything worth doing is worth kicking everybody else's ass. That they really don't want more attention than needed drawn to this person because this person... <laughs> the thing is, this you guys are to protect this person until you get to the end. So the more attention that you draw to yourselves, the more danger that this person is put in. They want to be very serious. Like this is why they're trying to like be like you don't necessarily need to win the race because it's not necessarily good for the mission because we need to protect this person. That's what they're paying me for, and that's why I'm paying you to do. Um, so we've just got to casually slide in the third. That's fine. Yeah. See, she's got it. <laughs> oh, and looks at Molly like she has betrayed them. <laughs> Winter's TV is just a first place trophy image. <laughs> is there a prize for third? No, you're either listen. If you're if you're not What's first, that? you're last. <laughs> that's the that's Dale's motto. <laughs> you hear that, Alwyn? We're gonna come in last. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is we just need to make sure we're protecting this person. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what they're they paying to deliver this person. Because, again, you're going to a facility controlled by Old Dale. Old Dale's a much bigger player than Baron Carter is, and Baron Carter doesn't have his hooks in it. So this is a complicated – like, you only have – when you hit the planet, um, you only have four hours to make contact with the client. You also have to check in – when you land. So you guys have two objectives when you hit the streets. You got to make contact with the client and uh, get checked in properly. Um, the guy does not necessarily have, like, he has a vague meeting point for you to meet the client at, but he doesn't, for safety purposes, he does not know where the client is staying at in town. Right. So. So are we just being inserted into this race in the last leg? No. You're in the race you from the do start. Okay. Whole situation. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So the first part of the the first however many checkpoints is only four hours. Twenty no. hours between checkpoints. Yeah, this is a multiple day. You're on the last day of a six day race. So when you say make contact with the client as soon as we arrive, yeah, you just mean like when you hey cut, we're on the planet. Yes. Well, also you need to meet with the you need to physically. There's a drop off point where you have to meet the client at. He doesn't know where the client is staying at for safety reasons. Basically, you guys have got to meet in a restaurant, notice each other, and hook up. You get what I mean? Did not not like this? This. I don't know why I did this. <laughs> guys, I did a hand gesture I didn't mean to do. I, I, Brian did the sex hand There's a dead drop with a person in it. Right. Is yeah. that person the person we're supposed to be rescuing? Yes. Okay. And we're meeting them before we start the race? No. No. Okay. On the last leg of the six-day race. At the uh, Pines. Okay. Yeah. This is like yours. You know how, like, um, if you've ever watched like one of those like long haul car races, yeah, they stop in a town and do yeah. maintenance. That's like, where you're at. Right. I get that mm-hmm. part. I guess my confusion was when when does the four hour timer to meet the client start? When, when you land. hit the ground. 
when you hit the ground when you get to this like rest point. Not when the race starts. When I get to the rest point. When you get yeah. to the rest point. At the point. pines. Okay. Yeah. So when I when we get into this last town before yes. the last leg of the race, okay. the four hour timer starts. Yes. Okay. Because yep. you land, you land, you have four hours to do maintenance, and then you have to launch again no matter what. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And if you don't launch, you're out of the race. Okay. So. Now I get it. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little complicated. I wanted to make it comp. I was like, this is a cool idea, but I need to complicate it to make it yeah. put pressure on it. Yeah, I was just mm-hmm. confused about when and where the pickup yeah. was happening. So, um, so let's zip out. Um, <laughs> We're doing what? <laughs> We're slurping. That's what, as, is that not the sound that you're all zippers make? <laughs> no. Huh. Weird. <laughs> what uh, kind of zipper do you have, Brian? I mean, it just goes like. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna unzip my hoodie. Listen, listen. See? Like... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> I mean, Brian zippers are just tongues. No, no, they're not. <laughs> the um. So let's uh kind of zoom out, um, extrapolate a little bit. Like uh, you guys can do any like information gathering, any kind of setup before we do the engagement roll. There will probably end up being two engagement rolls in this. That's why you have two objectives. So there will be the initial engagement roll, and then basically once you oh theoretically acquire the client, uh. And then there's the pre the last engagement roll of the last leg of the race and getting there and everything. Okay. So. What are the rules of the race? Um, you cannot destroy your opponent. Okay. That's like literally rule number one. Can we harm our opponents? No. You cannot harm your opponent. And that's literally the second rule that worded that way. It says, <laughs> no, rule number one, you cannot destroy your opponent. Rule number two, no, you cannot harm your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Can you push your opponent off the road? It's the space, so there's no road. That's rule three. Is <laughs> so, is, so is the race planet to planet? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I we... was imagining like pod racing long term kind of deal. Oh yeah. Can no. we like veer them off track? Um, Can I push them into the gravity well of a sun? Can <laughs> that we... is destroying and or harming your opponent. Can we get out and place intricate signs that say shortcut this way? Yes. Uh, can, we, can we paint? Can we paint a cave on on a cliff face <laughs> that becomes a realistic cave, and, and then we go into it? But when they try to go into it, it's just the wall. No, we put in a giant solar sail that looks like a star field. There's really a sun directly on the other side that gets yeah. into the gravity well. What about some TNT? Can we set up some TNT? So, yeah, so, I think that falls under harm. Yeah. On, a, on a realistic note, what I'm what I'm trying to get here is the the delineation between doing something in such a way that your other opponent crashes mm-hmm. and making your opponent crash. Um, it is highly encouraged. Like the they do not want you to sabotage your opponent because okay. the other thing is like there's some hardcore racers in this but this is also like that you know that like weird thing that the red bull does 
with the flying machines. Mm. There's a little bit, especially early in the race, there's a little bit of that vibe where like people are like just doing it for publicity or fun or whatever like that. So some of these people are just normal fucking people. You maybe don't want to murder in space. Okay, to be clear, mostly I'm asking to see what kind of shit I need to be wary of. Yeah. Now, given <laughs> people could try and break the rules. Right. But the rules are do not destroy your opponent. Rule number two, no, you can't harm your opponent. Uh, rule number three, there's no road, it's space. <laughs> <laughs> rule number four, um, you must check in at every checkpoint. Uh, lowest, like lowest ranked drivers uh, are cut. Um, if you are on, if you do not take off by the takeoff time, you are disqualified from the race. Um, you will be supplied with the resupply needs that, like they're paying for your gas, space gas or whatever, um, spas. Uh, mm, I don't feel like good that's, about that. No, one. Yeah. that's not good. We need uh, to be careful with this. The spa. Yeah. The. Uh, um, and so the. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Like. Uh, other, otherwise, uh, you, your your route is updated as you take it, so you are beamed your route uh, as it's happening because they don't want people to either learn like they they want this to be it's different every every time you know they want you to practice general skills not memorize the path so um, so we need to be in the lead basically until the last one you can then... just be. Slightly above the bubble. Like, you just need to not get cut. Okay. And probably part of that part of that tenuousness will be uh, part of your engagement role, most likely. So, um, uh, but they're, they do warn, like, the, the broker does warn you that, like, there's a significant bounty on this person's head. Um. Johnny says that y'all are good folks. This is why you're being contacted. They're trusting you to not turn this person in for the significant bounty that's on their head, please. How significant? Significant. <laughs> huh. Like, bear, like this is like... This is like uh, in the comic books where, like, the, the mobster puts a hit out on somebody. Like, levels of money. So how significant are y'all paying us? Probably less significant than that, but they're relying on the fact that you're not terrible people who are going to turn over this person to uh, noted gangster Baron Carter. Brutal, efficient gangster Baron Carter. We're such good people. <laughs> so good. Listen, We're they good. don't care. We're they don't win. care if you rob folks or, or smuggle things, but they're like, you're like, Johnny Yoon has vouched for you. Johnny would appreciate it if you don't do this. <laughs> well. You're big damn heroes, remember? Listen, it's, it's a, fine. We'll just yeah. win the race. Yeah. Uh, no. Don't, <laughs> win. <laughs> don't win the race. You don't um, have to win the race. Beautiful. So they, they, they do warn you, look out, there's probably other people in town looking for this person. Um, well. Any other questions for the broker or um, about the place you're landing, or do you want to do any, like, if you want to ask me a question, I feel like it's not information you would just have, then we can do some sort of information gathering rules. 
I think I'm good. What's the law level like in that? In the pines? Yeah. Okay, so the pines is, um, what if you turned Gatlinburg into a whole fucking planet? <laughs> um, so pretty high compared to the, the, the rest of the places that you... This is like a... This particularly the place that you're landing is a very upscale, posh tourist town. Okay. So there's cops. Okay. Um, for shoresies. You guys don't want to do any sort of information gathering? I'm thinking. I don't know what I can do to help. That's fair. Um, well, I mean, information gathering about this person? Who's yeah. leading the charge going after this person? Um, broker doesn't know. That's probably That feels like an information gap because, like, there's uh, there's certainly a number of people going after this bounty, uh, but it's something you probably maybe could figure out by asking, like asking contacts and things like. Because I'm sure you guys have done your fair share of bounty hunting at some right. point. That is, sounds like a consort role, the way you've put it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a, again, just tell me what you want to roll, and I'll tell you the. Yeah, that sounds like consort. Uh, okay, just... I mean, it's a. Th- this is a fortune roll, so it's just really what your degree of success is. There's not, not a risky standard or anything like that. Four. Okay, so that's so. Let me go ahead and pull my sheet up real quick. So, so there's certainly guys who are, or not necessarily guys, but there's certainly people who are part of Baron Carter's organization that are looking for them. Kind of different independent factions within that organization. Um, so th- there's that. So you've got. Gangsters. Um, you also have... Uh, probably... Sorry, I'm taking a look at... Um, you probably have like uh, some other independent operators in the area, and there's just like a... Yeah, I guess probably with that. So, so, Baron's group. Um, the the big rumor is that there's a number of sort because there's the key rumor that you get out of this is that post the war there were a lot of be there were a lot of professional soldiers without work, and so a lot of those professional soldiers have uh, gone into business for themselves, doing bounty hunting, security work, you know. PMC stuff. Um, and this amount of money has like people coming out of the woodwork who are not necessarily bounty hunters, but like they can do some shit. They don't afraid to get, they don't are afraid to get dirty. So like you're, you're the level of money has kicked it out from like regular bounty hunters to like more cutthroat motherfuckers who don't really care are on this trail mm-hmm. who are probably scarier than your average bounty hunter. Because your average bounty hunter wants to cares about the law. These other guys aren't necessarily that sort of thing. Right. So. Anything else? Um, have we heard about this? Do we know this race? It's like, is it like people would talk about NASCAR I or whatever? I know this race at the very no. least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
a wine probably knows this race. You guys are all probably tertiarily familiar with this race. You've probably at least heard of it, maybe not necessarily watched it. Um, this is really like a pilot's pilot sort of race. Um, but it is, it is grueling and from like a on your ship, on you as a person, uh, it really like kind of pushes all of like all of your skills, like being able to run your ship, being able to have the stamina to run your ship for a long time, uh, being able to navigate and make good choices on the fly and in the moment, um, that sort of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Do we know what planets in general they're hitting? Um, most of them, because there's not that many planets left in the... They're, they're, it's kind of a combination of planets and space stations and stuff like that. Okay. The, the real one that matters is the pines. Right. Well, mm-hmm. my, I guess my question is, yeah. we, know, we know that the route is updated as you go. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, you don't... You actually don't... Yeah, you don't know where you're you're stopping for the night until you get there. So you can't... Because, like, if you knew where point A and point B was, you can just plan a route. Right. Yeah, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Oh. Richard? Oh, okay, sorry. You look, had a look like you were going to say something. Yeah, I did. Um, I went away. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, cool. So, uh, let me borrow your book real quick. Let's get to engagement. Let's open this book. Uh, <laughs> unzip the book. <laughs> yep, unzip unzip the book. That's Brian's like opening sound for everything. Now like, it every, is. Everything opens that way. Car door. Nope. Close enough. There we go. Oh, okay. So. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not my book. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. I cracked the, the spy. <laughs> you did the same thing to Richard's book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a piece of shit sometimes. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Richard picks his book up and holds it to his chest, the... stroking it fondly. So there are six sorts of engagement. Can't hurt you. Yep. Uh, there is assault. Do violence to the target. The detail is the point of attack. There is deception, lure, trick, or manipulate. The detail I'll need is the method of deception. Uh, infiltration, trespass unseen. I'll need the point of infiltration. Um, mystic, and engage mystically. Uh, <laughs> we'd probably be like weird science or something like that in our, in our case. Um, social or transport. Transport is carry cargo or people through danger. Detail the route and the means. Um, so what are you guys thinking? You guys can kind of talk about what you want, what your engagement kind of looks like. So the first mission that we're rolling for is Mm -hmm. getting two pines. Yeah, and recovering recovering the the dude. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be deception? Do we have, like, are we already entered in the race and everything? You are already entered in the race. Okay. Though, like, deception isn't completely a... isn't completely out of the question, probably. Because, like, they don't really expect you to go do a job while you're on the race. So. Right. Probably would frown upon it. Maybe. I don't know. Old Dale. Um, can I? Mm-hmm. 149. 
what like this race isn't also being used as a cover operation for like 50 smuggling missions listen <laughs> old dale wants to once you know that this race is fully on the up and up uh-huh it's probably the only race they have that is fully on the up and up yeah i think deception is the one that best fits okay what is the uh method of deception i guess so I think that mm-hmm. Alwine is playing up the swagger a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're entering this race because they know that they can beat it. Right. And, yeah. Like, they're better than all these other fucking pilots. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and. Mm-hmm. We're in the race. We're definitely in the race. We're racing. We're here to race. Absolutely nothing else. Right. Like, taking every opportunity to talk to reporters and shit talk everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Just talk so much shit. Okay. So <laughs> so more or less distract everybody while you're doing that so everyone else can sneak yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, I dig that. I dig that. Um, I don't have any of my dice. Do you need like dice? some dice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Okay. Let me borrow the book back. Listen, this seems generous about what's going to happen here. <laughs> um... Where am I, where's my little listy list? Uh, ah, here we go. Is this operation particularly bold or daring, or is it complex and contingent on many factors? It's contingent on some factors. Not We've really. got to thread the needle on these races. Like, you obviously don't have very much faith in my skills. <laughs> well, no. I, well, you know, we've we've got to we've got to keep up the front. We've got to stay in the right place in the race. Then we've got to we get we to We just the... need to be ahead of other people. We don't have to outrun the bear. Listen, <laughs> let, let me make the case that this is bold and daring. No, no. <laughs> or, complex. Or conti- complex. Com- you don't want it to oh, be you, complex. Oh, no, oh, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was going to say it's kind of com- it, It's a little complex because like there's a number of moving parts. This isn't a smash and grab. But it's not yeah. particularly complex. Oh this is odd. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, don't roll your eyes at That's me, Richard. Uh, maybe it's a wash. Okay. Meet you halfway on it's a wash. Okay. So you guys have one. One for luck. One little old die. Um, does the plan's uh, detail expose vulnerability of the target or hit them with their weakest? Uh, take plus 1D. Does the target have any strong uh, defenses against this approach? Um... They don't actually, it, you are taking advantage of like a, a blind spot in their mm-hmm. thing. Um, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight in this operation? Are enemies or rivals interfering with your operation? You guys don't really have any hard rivals yet. yet. <laughs> Wait, did you, didn't you guys screw some someone over for something on your ship? No. Oh, you just didn't take a ship upgrade. No, you owed somebody a favor or something like that? Um. You got it in gambling, right? No, no. This is just no. I stole this ship from right, the, right, no, no, okay. the upgrade. The upgrade we gambled for. Right. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. session. Do you remember who you guys fucked over for it? Because I don't think we did. Why we didn't do that? There on was camera. a name of the person. Yeah, I thought I marked it down. Land transport from Baron Carter. Oh. Oh yeah, we got <laughs> we got our land transport. Yeah, 
That's right. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Status negative two with Baron Carter. Huh. Well, isn't that a That's thing? That's going to be good. Baron's going to love this. Um, Whatever. <laughs> uh, though I don't think anyone's actively working against you. I don't know. If, uh, like, you can make a case if somebody, you guys have somebody who's helping you out or doing something with this. The broker set up the job, but I wouldn't necessarily yeah. say they're helping you. Nor would I say they're your friend. They're just your employer. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there any other elements you want to consider? Uh, so, uh, Baron Carter, who is effectively who you're running this job against, is a much higher tier than you. Uh, you guys are tier zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron Carter is tier two. Um, so, they're higher tier, so I'm going to probably pull this away. Though that does... Help you with rep and shit on the back end. Um, uh, okay, so one one d six. All right, everybody, mark load. So, oh yeah, yeah. What load do you guys want going? What on the planet? Yes. Um. This is what we're taking into this. Yeah. Meeting slash smuggling him onto our ship. Yeah. So remember that light load, you basically kind of look like a normal person. Medium load, you look like a scoundrel ready to do some dirt. Uh, heavy load, you're looking like you're there to fuck shit up. Yeah, I'm taking light uh, load. Okay. I was going to do medium. Is that a problem? Nope. It's just like a narrative tool that, you know, can come, like theoretically it's just something I can use narratively speaking. Molly's going light. Gary? Light. Light, Okay. Uh, remember, you guys also get, like, the plus one load because you have the smugglers' doodads. Yep. So. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Numbers. Yeah, so you get to carry, you have one more item slot mm-hmm. than regular. Um, coolio. So, let's roll an engagement roll. Who wants to roll? Not me this time. I've rolled this session. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie? Roll twice the session, but I'll. I don't think that's how it works at all. But okay. That's not how any of this works? So we got one die. Yep. Yes. Okay. One. Five. Cool. Damn. <laughs> so you land in a risky position. Yep. Um. I think. So. So here's the risky position. So y- the race has been going pretty well. Um, a wine's plan of like. Talking shit, being very forward-facing when it comes to things, doing real well. It's really, it's really pulling a lot of attention to a wine, and no one. You guys have not been like obviously people know there's other people on the ship. You can't run a ship as big as the uh, Wyvern with just one person, though. They don't realize that a wine doesn't have a co-pilot or a human co-pilot. Right. Um, Molly has point in. Nope. That's not who we're talking no. about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ship is 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 a wine scope pilot. Yeah. Um the problem is it work is working really good. And Rubin is racing. Uh <laughs> so I think as you guys are landing, you're kind of neck and neck with um with a person. Who's your rival again? Angerud? Yeah. Are they a pilot? Uh, they certainly can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Angerod with severity comes grace. Hmm. 
I don't think I don't think it's necessarily. Thing. I think it's just one of the the other pilots as you guys are landing, like when you're kind of in low atmosphere where you're not going to crash or anything, but they like scrape real hard across the side of, uh, of the wyvern and uh, mess up some of like your like mess the ship up a little bit. Not enough to make it fucking crash and kill you all, but it's kind of tired of your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, valid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so what is you land in a risky position because instead of just refueling, you need to repair the ship now, or you can ignore it. I don't actually give a fuck, but like your <laughs> ship is moderately damaged. Right. Um, so you hit this uh, spaceport. It's just outside of this little town. So this little town, and I use air quotes because like it looks like a quaint mountain town. Right, like the little chalets on the well-laid-out roads with, like, slight curves to them. Really kind of manicured uh, pine trees just off the kind of periphery of everything. Um, And it looks like kind of like one of the – like when you think of, like, a little chalet town, like the early 40s, like, quaint little chalet towns. uh, And all the buildings are in that style, but they're all immaculate. They're all – very well placed. This town looks like it was just like plopped in in The Sims. Mm-hmm. It's um, like Hilton Head if Hilton Head was in the mountains. Yes, it's okay. very much like that. It, it, it went, yeah, good. <laughs> that is the that is the uh, vibe I was going for, Richard. Yeah, um, it's too clean. Mm-hmm. It's too nice. It's yeah. creepy that everything. And they're matches. selling. They are just. They are just selling all kinds of fun little kitschy items. Uh, Walking sticks, those weird corn cob pipe things, the like, uh, the 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 redneck lighter thing that's like a stick with matches in there, fucking whatever, you know those things. Uh, <laughs> you know, audience. They have moonshine. <laughs> Who has all this very very <laughs> wide knowledge of the things I'm saying? Basically, okay. what they're selling are is sort of like um, like a. Uh, it's exploitation of the culture tourist items. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that sort of thing, just for mountain folk. Um, so you guys land. Uh, the like the ship is damaged. Uh, you know that you need to... So there's a small little shopping district that's probably... Um, it's probably a, like a... It's on the other side of the town from where the spaceport is. It's going to be about a 45-minute walk. And, yeah, I said walk because these are, it's like a little – they don't really want you driving your, like, nasty gr- – the only vehicle you guys own are maybe one forklift <laughs> and your, like, pickup truck, uh, your weird hover pickup truck. So they don't necessarily want you drive – like, there's no uh, streets for cars, basically. It's like a walking city. They got horses. There are probably horses. They would. You can't walk a horse on the. You can't ride a horse on the sidewalk. That's dangerous. Probably. I bet they have horse-drawn carriage rides. Yeah, probably. I feel like those would go slower than walking. Yeah, yeah those are valid. not racing horses. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, I just want to get those on are a horses horse. specifically bred to be the most docile. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get Molly on a horse. Um. 
the night is young. <laughs> the this this is a weird western action show. So theoretically, while he could jump on the horse, and once the horse is decap, cap, detached from the cart, it's apparently a racing horse at that point. That's was, how westerns work. I'm so <laughs> nervous you're going to say decapitate. <laughs> Me too. I did. I almost did, and I didn't mean to. I'm just. I've had a very long week. Once you get uh, that horse decapitated, it's real awesome. It just goes, man. <laughs> oh well, you shave God. weight off the horse so it's faster. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Trigger warning in reverse. Uh, the um. I'm sure, it was a fine horse until it decapitated. <laughs> the. Oh, oh God, Richard, no. <laughs> um. So yeah, so so the, those are the things you need to deal with. You need to get across town. You need to figure out who the contact is, make contact with them, get them back across town, um, and possibly fix the ship. Molly and Carrie, do you want to take point on going into town? Sure. And Winter and I can fix the ship? Seems like the logical... Unless, unless Winter wants you to go into town, You could flip that. Too. That would be real interesting if the two with no technical skills fix the ship. I am not wheeling 45 minutes into town. You're <laughs> out of your goddamn gourd. <laughs> <laughs> little <laughs> wheels pop out of winter's feet and they just like push you <laughs> my wheelchair doesn't have handles then it's gonna be real I awkward feel like, when they push you I feel like winter's strong enough to continue just to yeah. push that <laughs> like, it's gonna be awkward we haven't really seen it but we're all just assuming that, that winter is just like diesel just like yeah. picks up anything Yeah, I mean it makes sense they're yeah. a robot so yeah mm. They're specifically a mechanic robot. Mm-hmm. They're very strong when it doesn't matter for uh, the fight we're in. Because I'm not trying to, like, game the system. Yeah, yeah. fair. Um, well, just because you're really strong doesn't mean you're good at fighting. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> sure Except that I put points in it. Right. So you're only as good at fighting as you put points in, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Anyway. Can we dress up nice and look like tourists? <laughs> Have you seen tourists in Gatlinburg? <laughs> I mean, I don't know nice. <laughs> Is, but is this fancy Gatlinburg or is this it is fancy? This is like what if Gatlinburg was the entire town of Gatlinburg was run by Blackberry Farms. But if you don't know that and show up in your tie dye shirts, we have complicated feelings about our home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, so we're gonna try to look respectable. Mm-hmm. So for the, I probably need to for the listener at home. Um, so this is like a tourist town. Uh, you've probably been to a tourist town, part, more, more particularly on the beach. So where they take like a little, like, you know, they're trying to sell you on the idea of a culture. Uh, this isn't like the kitschy, like, beach tourist town with like the shark head gift shop place. Though Those places exist in the pines. That exists, just not in this particular little town. Um, the, uh, so this is a high-end, high-scale boutique mountain tourist town trying to sell the idea of like rustic culture to people who ain't ever worked a goddamn day in their life. It's like Savannah, so. Georgia, frankly. It is like Savannah, Georgia, but in the mountains. Yeah. And probably more like less less hot. Way less humid. Just more humid? 50-50 on humid. Uh, take, <laughs> take whatever high-priced tourist area is near you yeah. that you know of and make it hillbilly. Yes. They're just trying to sell you on the the quaintness of hill of, of mountain life. Yeah. So. So. We got there. We got there. Okay. I just felt like I needed to explain that because I just said a lot of words that like if you don't specifically live in East Tennessee, you don't know. Um, so. So, 
do Carrie and I need to dress up? Do we have stuff to dress up with? Do you? (laughs) On both accounts. Do you want to dress up? And do you have stuff to dress up with? No. Okay. Carrie. Carrie comes out in slacks, riding boots, a nice dress shirt, and a vest. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And um, a gun, I imagine, hidden somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Owen Owen shouts through the cockpit door, you can borrow my clothes if you want. Because they, they like, they only wear, like, high-end shit. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Is it cold out there? <laughs> no, nah, it's like, no, uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's warm. It's, yeah, it's not warm. It's like um, spring. Okay. So Molly's going to go for the, um, the, um, um, uh, how should I put this? Um, well, who are we going to offend? Rich people? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's going to go for the sexy date look. Okay. Okay. So, like, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that you, possibly... Is our current, current, like, is the visual cover story that Molly is Carrie's sexy date? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 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 So, um, let's see. Owen, do you have, like, kind of a slinky top? Definitely. Okay. So um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it might be a little bit tight on Molly. Probably. Probably, yeah. But that's fine. You got them muscles. <laughs> so so that's what Molly's got on, a, a high-end, like, slightly too small fancy top with um, the, the slim pants and the boots. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so y'all set off into town. Mm-hmm. Um, the walk is, uh, so the walk is fairly uneventful. Um, there's lots of nice little shops they're selling, like not just outside the kitchen. There's like boutiques with nice clothes. There's little cute little cafes. Um, it's so offensive. There's probably a funnel cake it's stand. Just, it's just so There's definitely offensive. a weird, weird Bavarian nut stand. They're selling watermelon wine for like thirty dollars a yeah, bottle. Garbage, wa- yeah, garbage. <laughs> yeah, artisanal watermelon wine. There's uh, a place selling hillbilly tacos. What the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. Did we just make this up? No, no. that this is a thing that exists in the world. Actually, I saw it at Dollywood. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Dollywood just installed the that Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I know. That's where I so. saw it on the menu. I mean, it was good because it's like the old like. You know, they didn't have, like, a Mexican place in there, but anyways. That's not really me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're oh, walking through offensive God. land. It is offensive. General <laughs> as a food? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody Google hillbilly taco while I do at the same time. It's pulled pork on, and uh, slaw on a hoe cake. What's a hoe cake? Uh, like a, a cornbread situation. Yeah. Hmm. That- doesn't sound that bad. Sounds good. But yeah. it's not a taco and it's not hillbilly. It's not a taco at it's, all, yeah. It's neither hillbilly nor taco. Yep. It's it's, it's, just, just, it's it's just it's just a mass of shit. It's just exploitative lies. <laughs> <laughs> Season two, the bleed. It's just a mass of shit. <laughs> it's just like that's not I don't even know why it's, it's particularly hillbilly because it's just it's like a corn cake, like which is Really, a thing northern in, or yeah. midwestern? No, like a whole cake is particularly is southern. Mm-hmm. 
but like, like a corn cake. Well, that's what a hoe cake's made out of cornmeal. Right, yeah. but they're not yeah. going to call it a hoe cake up north. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's called Johnny Cake up north. Welcome to our Same sci-fi podcast where we tell you everything about Appalachian culture, but that's not actually Appalachian culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. When we expose the lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join us T- next time. Tomorrow we're all going to Gatlinburg for real to have a moonshine tasted. <laughs> Listen, because sometimes it's fun to go to the tourist. Sometimes it's we're going fun. To the, uh, aquarium too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, to see all those native animals. Complicated feelings about it. Everyone, take a moment to pause and sing "Happy Birthday to Dora," and then we'll resume. Um. <laughs> The so yeah, you guys get to this little shopping square, um, and it's it's basically like a little square. There's a fountain in the middle. Um, light music is playing. There's a number of like boutiques and shops around you. There's a bunch of people milling about. How do you try and make contact with this this person? Um, well, were we told about where they were supposed to be? Do we have this is where you're this is where you're supposed to be meeting them. They don't have a the, the broker did not have a description. The the client was cagey about giving out. It was tried tried to give it this cagey about information because, you know, there's a giant bounty on their head. <laughs> were we given some kind of like we're a red carnation kind of thing? Um. <coughs> Um, they'll be wearing like a, they said they would be wearing like a blue ball cap. Is there anybody in here wearing a blue ball cap? I don't know. Is there? How do you go about looking for that? Tell me, tell me. Yeah. Study. Uh, you could, yes. I don't have, no, there's, there's study though. Okay. What are the, what's the things under that bracket? Dr. Hack rig study. That's probably study. Insight. Yeah. May I okay. have my dices? I guess. I don't. Okay, I don't have anything in study at all. Carrie? Um, I've got one die contemplating doing, pushing myself and doing damage. Jim, I'm a study, you're not a doctor. <laughs> you do have to justify to me how you're using doctor, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I do want to hear it. So, yes. Oh, Arrow's so excited. He says, I go out now. Can I try my study, and if I blow it, can I try the other one as a follow-up? If you blow it, it will move, it will theoretically, because right now you're in a controlled standard position. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you blow it, it would move you into a risky position, but yes. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. You could also help Molly if you wanted to, spend a stress and help. Wait, wait, wait. What's your current relationship clock with uh, Carrie? Is it still just one tick? We have a relationship? Yeah, clock? remember, like, we're doing oh. the relationship. So is it, as your relationship evolves, it's a four-step clock. As okay. your relationship evolves. Yes, we're still one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So two, one extra die? Yeah, so you take one stress, one extra die. Well, unless you, you could improve it from... Controlled standard to controlled great. If you wanted to, you can't go any above controlled. So it's either an extra die or improved positioning or effect. Let's do improved positioning. Or effect is actually. Well, I mean, all we're trying to do is see if there's somebody in here wearing a blue ball cap. Um, So yeah, we want the right person with the blue ball cap. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. How how um, extra die? 
Yep. Okay. Thank you, because I only have one die. <laughs> so I take a stress. And that is a four. A four. So that's a mixed success. Um, let me... Where's the little... Uh, isn't there like a little scum and villainy cheat sheet? Like a description of the... Hold on a second. Hey, Danielle. Huh? Don't we have like a little thing that like describes like what risky means and all that jazz? Um, in terms of like what the consequences are? Yeah, that's in the book somewhere, that's right? I sent you. I thought you did. Um, Sorry, I just want to get this pulled up live. What the there, there fuck was this weird? Oh, he sent me that that weird fucking bird person thing. What? That says, says like my next character. Oh. <laughs> Some like, what if a centaur was the bottom half a bird? Right. Uh, sorry, I just saw it and got. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Forge in the dark consequences. Thank you, Danielle. Okay. Yeah. So, so mixed success. Um, the on a controlled position, so it's a withdrawn now and try something else, or uh, get reduced effect. Uh, a minor complication occurs, level one harm or worse positioning. Um, I think. I think we're going to go with a minor complication. Okay. Um, so you're looking around and uh, across it becomes apparent to you when you spot the person like, wow, how did we ever miss this person? Mm-hmm. So they're across the little square um, and they are they have a blue ball cap on and then they also have like a big puff jacket zipped all the way up so it's like covering this much of their face. Oh my they god. They have sunglasses on. Giant sunglasses on under the ball cap. Newman. Um, hands Newman. in the pockets like looking oh like god. the most suspicious it, it's all, it's spring so like a light jacket is fine. This person's in a big full winter fucking jacket. Yep. Like oh, no. looking as suspicious as possible across, across the square. Oh So no. you guys spot them. You also spot on the other side of the square um, a gruff looking guy with kind of like a, an unkept beard and a pair of aviators on and a low slung cap with like a jacket, like a light jacket, who is also dead. Like just the person that your target is sitting over there. Um, and this person is just like dead eyes staring at them. And they've like that, the person sitting there kind of like with their hand under their chin, but like touching their ear like they're and you can see their mouth moving. Obviously, you can't hear them from across the thing, but they're certainly talking to apparently nobody. So, so what? Uh, what's the deal? Do you have any thoughts, Richard, as to what we should do? Do we want to just try and grab him and go, or do we want to try and distract the spotter and then grab him and go? Um, is he expecting us? Yes. Okay, us with a description of us or just someone? That bit you don't know, but they he he is expecting someone. Probably had at least a vague description of you guys. Okay. Okay. Um I could create a distraction. Okay. 
and then I'll go snag him and try and get out of here. Yeah, and then like let's set a rendezvous. Like, um, we'll meet back at the Bavarian Nuts stance. Yes, then. we'll yeah. meet. We'll meet back at the Bavarian Nuts. <laughs> you know, like you do. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm, nuts. All right. <laughs> uh, so, how are you planning to do this uh, distraction, Molly? Um. Do people have contact lenses in this in the bleed? Yeah, most certainly. Um, Molly's gonna sashay as sexily as possible in front of this guy, the the watcher guy, mm-hmm. and then do the oh no, I lost my contact. Nobody move. Nobody move my it's, contact. It's like Andrew at the Gnome World party, like I lost my phone. Everyone stops and looks for the phone, and then like like. People will like come forth where you know they'll start helping find it. Uh, you know, you're, you're you're putting a lot of faith in these people who don't know you. Uh. <laughs> Listen, I'm cute and can act real dumb. <laughs> and um, okay, top. and I'm wearing a slinky top. Um, what, what? How were you thinking about going? Like, uh, sway, sway. Um, feels they've got no reason to. Honestly, though, like with the crowd and that this person is not, you're not this person's focus. So mm-hmm. all that is will maybe pull their attention, but like they're not go- like if they're they're after this target, it's not like they're going to help you pick up your contact as opposed to do right. this. So I'm going to say risky limited. Okay. Um, okay. Like all that I'm trying to do is draw their focus for just long enough yeah. for Carrie and and rando guy right and you can certainly do that but i don't think you're going to get their undivided attention unless you know obviously you succeed you succeed but the uh but yeah risky limited is what i'm like, thinking like right in front of them like directly in front of them and hopefully a crowd will form okay okay so i've got two in in um i'd like to spend a gambit on it to get an extra die can i spend a gambit to get an extra die yeah you can do that okay yeah, you guys have currently now one gambit Okay. Oh, I get I I give the group an extra gambit when the pool resets. Oh, okay. Then with you my guys serendipitous. currently have two gambit then. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. A five and a six and a three. You take the highest, so it's a six. So it's a full success. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, you come in. It's this. It, 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 it's full slapstick. Like, oh no, I lost my contact, and you like bump into the guy and you're uh-huh. like like you're going full Velma I've lost my glasses yes. in this general area. Yes. Um and it seems to be working. Mm-hmm. Uh Carrie, your your opening is nigh. What do you do? Um I take a moment as we're standing there to study the uh ebb and flow of the crowd and to mm-hmm. follow through in the thickest sections that are between me and the spotter. Okay. Using a study roll to try and find the best most covered path. Okay. Um, what is the equivalent to like sneaky? Skulk. Uh, skulk. Skulk. Okay. So probably you're still in a risky position. I would say like study is going to get you like risky limited. Skulk would be risky standard if you wanted to go with skulk. Uh, I want to go with definitely want to go with study. Okay. <laughs> I have I'm, points in that. I have nothing in Skulk. That's fair. Hey, go for it. So it's just risky. Like, I'm just letting you know. Yep. That's my job here. So. 
And that is another four. Another four. Um, so yeah, that's a limited success. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, worst position, serious complication. Uh, level one harm or tick a clock. Let's go ahead and um, we're going to tick a clock. Can I get uh, some pencils and paper real quick? Uh, Hand me a pen. It looks like I've chewed on it already. Probably. That's paper. All right, so. Oh, I didn't write. That was going to be hilarious. I had a paper plate, uh, audience at home. It's going to draw a big clock on it. You've already drawn on this one. Okay, cool. Okay, Um, so I'm going to go ahead and put a tick in in a clock. Um, you see another person who, like, as you slip into the crowd, you see another person who, um, was, seemed to have eyes on the target, like, get up and move and try and follow you, but you guys do slip into the crowd. So, like, the, y'all, like, y'all get caught clock got a, a tick in it. So, but you're in the, you're moving along. They're, like, nervously talking. Um, now that they've started talking, they can't really talk. Uh, stop talking, uh, <laughs> which is probably not great for being stealth. But, like, they're like, I'm so glad that you came. Um, I've been waiting there for, like, an hour. I know I showed up early, but I just wanted to make sure that I got a good spot and that I could watch everybody coming in. Uh, the I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you all doing this. I really hope that you don't turn me in uh, for the money. That would be really bad. The... <laughs> Well, no, I think we should wait and go to the aquarium later in the afternoon when the crowds have thinned out some. What? <laughs> How about some Less nuts? <laughs> um, uh, Molly, the yes. person that you were distracting notices that their target's gone, and you hear, uh, you hear out in their earpiece, you hear like just the muffled sound of somebody going like the target's on the move, mm-hmm. uh, and they get up and. As they get up, like, they're moving, their kind of jacket opens up, and they're definitely packing. 